0: Welcome to On The House, a podcast focusing on home ownership and the home buying process. On The House is brought to you by the Texas State Affordable Housing Corporation, otherwise known as T-Shack, a nonprofit that provides down payment assistance to help
1: make home buying easier and more affordable. I'm Shawnyelle Levesque. And I'm
0: Sarah Eleanor. And I'm Frank Duplichan. And, and together, together, we make up the home ownership team at T-Shack and your host for the On The House podcast. Hello, and welcome back to T-Shack's On The House podcast. For those of you that are new to On The House, this podcast is focused on home ownership with various episodes focusing on everything from buying your first home, all the way to paying off your home and everything in between. This segment is focused on resources available for homeowners that are worried about making their mortgage payments. And once again, I'm Frank Duplachan, T-Shack's Homeownership Program Specialist and your host for today's segment. And joining us today is Joyce McDonald, the executive director and founder of Frameworks Community Development Corporation, a nonprofit based in Austin, Texas. Frameworks CDC was formed in 2004 and became a HUD approved housing counseling agency in 2008. Joyce is also a HUD certified housing counselor who is devoted to providing home buyer education and financial literacy education and foreclosure prevention counseling to Central Texas families. In total, Framework CDC has assisted more than 14,000 families with counseling services and affordable housing opportunities. Joyce, I thank you so much for joining us today and for helping us educate homeowners on the resources and options available to them if they are worried about their mortgage payments. Thank you.
1: It's good to be here. Thank you all for having me. We appreciate being a part of T-Shack for pretty much 16, 17 years. We've been in partnership with T-Shack. So it's good to uh, reconnect on this level for such an important um, topic, such as foreclosure prevention. So thank you.
0: And Joyce, we're so glad you are available now for this podcast, because as you know, December 31st is the expiration date for some crucial foreclosure prevention protections that are available as part of the Federal CARES Act. For those who may be listening who may not be aware of the protections available under the CARES Act, I'll provide a really quick recap. So first, under the CARES Act, if you have an FHA, VA, or USDA mortgage loan, or if you have a mortgage backed by Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, you have the right to request a forbearance for up to 180 days, which can then be extended for another 180 days. A forbearance means that your mortgage servicer or lender has allowed you to pause or reduce your payments for a limited period of time. It's important to note that it doesn't mean that your payments are forgiven. You'll still need to repay any missed payments in the future. The second protection that the CARES Act grants, your lender or servicer cannot foreclose on you until after December 31st. This protection under the CARES Act is what is called a foreclosure moratorium, and you'll hear us use the term moratorium quite a bit in this podcast segment. So Joyce, that leads me to my first question for you. What signs should a homeowner look for if they're wondering if they need to request assistance? I also want to mention that we'll also use the word mortgagor, which is the mortgage industry term for a person or household with a mortgage loan to refer to homeowners throughout this podcast segment?
1: That's a great question. So um, a mortgager uh, might believe that they are in jeopardy of being furloughed or they have been, uh, re- they've received a notice that they're going to be laid off or they have a medical issue or emergency crisis that um, is going to impact their ability to make their mortgage payment. So whenever you're facing these types of myriad of crises that might impact your ability to make your mortgage payment, it's always good to call your mortgage the the servicer who's servicing the loan to notify them that you might fall behind on your payment. And if there's an option to pursue um, to prevent you from being considered um, late, we also believe that um, in addition to that, or along with that, the mortgager sh- should pursue um, contacting uh, their local housing counseling agency, which is a HUD-approved housing counseling agency, um, meaning that if the mortgager were to go to HUD.gov and go to housing counseling, um, locate the housing counseling agency on the United States map based on the state zip code. There are certain search criteria that can help you um, zero in on locating HUD-approved agency in your local area
0: thank you joyce and there were so many very important things we just talked about but i want to take i want to take us all back a couple years to where frank was not working at t shack the best job he's ever had in his life he was a banker <laughs> right a branch manager and something that used to drive me crazy but i identified with so i understood where the people yeah. that waited until six months went by, whether it was a credit card or overdrafted account, or even like you said, a mortgage, there's so many things that are in place, whether you're talking about credit card, auto loan, or even a home loan to retain you as a customer, to keep you with who you're working with as your mortgage servicer. So it can be embarrassing. It can be stressful, but it's worth just going ahead and reaching out and making contact I say at the first sign, and I didn't even think about getting laid off, Joyce, so that was a great point. But at the first sign of there being some kind of disruption in your employment or being able to pay that mortgage, you want to reach out immediately. So thank Absolutely. you very much for, for saying that. And and just to add on to what you said about finding a counselor, um, I also want to say that T-Shack also has a website called texasfinancialtoolbox.com. And if you go to texasfinancialtoolbox.com, we list those HUD-approved agencies by city mm-hmm. in Texas, so you don't even have to go to the HUD website to search through the map. If you're in the state, if you go to TexasFinancialToolbox.com, we have all those listed for you under foreclosure prevention services. So, so thank you. That's a very important topic. But since we're mentioning housing counselors and where you can go to find them and HUD approval status, um, can you expand a little bit more about what HUD approved? housing counseling agencies do and what types of assistance they provide to homeowners.
1: So housing counseling agencies provide a myriad of services that address homeownership uh, from uh, homeownership education, housing counseling services, rental counseling. They uh, may provide uh, reverse mortgage counseling. Um, There's a myriad of services that a housing counseling service organization can provide to meet uh, the needs of anything that deals with, you know, home ownership, they also provide foreclosure prevention counseling, which is what the topic, uh, the subject matter, is at hand today. Uh, also, uh, pre-purchase home ownership education, preparing the uh, potential uh, buyer for the mortgage and home ownership acquisition process, uh, financial coaching, credit education, group uh, uh, education classes. Um, those are, you know, the spectrum of services that a HUD-approved housing counseling agency provides. Um, the uh, what was the other? You, you asked some, you asked about something aside about
0: sorry, being HUD-approved. Uh, the, oh, the, yes. the what right. HUD-approved means and what what you have to do to go through getting HUD-approved.
1: Yes, so being HUD-approved is a matter of the type of organization that you are. Um, not all organizations can become HUD-approved. It has to be a nonprofit organization or a municipality, or a state entity. Uh, And then there is an application process that the organization has to forego. They have to comply with certain requirements, and they have to have a year experience of having been in operations as a housing, counseling, uh, education program agency for at least one year. So there are these, you know, uh, pre, Uh, Application um, eligibility requirements that you had to have already uh, been actively uh, engaging in, and then the actual uh, type of organization that you are, nonprofit, and then the application process to become uh, HUD approved. Once your agency has met all of those eligibility requirements and has been inducted by HUD as a HUD approved agency, then HUD will create a profile on the HUD.gov website. So that's what keeps um, the services free. Most hud agencies operate that way um, because, especially dealing with a marginal population or low to moderate income families and individuals who might not have the resources to pay the cost for services. Um, and, again, the goal is to is to prevent the, uh, the, the the defaulted mortgager, who's now a vulnerable person, from um, being victimized by a scam um, situation. Uh, because when people are desperate, they find money to um, pay for a service that they believe, um, they've been convinced to believe, will help them uh, achieve the, the, the goal, which is to retain their home. And so um, during the previous mortgage crisis, we faced a lot of families and individuals that paid $1,500, 3000 $5,000 um, because they were told, don't pay your mortgage, pay us. And we, we guarantee the um, resolution. Um, and then those organizations go out of business or the phone numbers changed, what have you. So the goal is to prevent the barrier of affordability. And affordability is not just the um, low to moderate. If you know no matter no, no, what income level you were on, if you are in a financial hardship, especially for job loss or income reduction or furlough, your income status has changed. Problem could have changed from middle income to low income overnight because of you know because of the economy. So the free service allows you to have to have to to, to, to remove have that barrier removed and receive all the work that goes into providing a full throttle counseling, housing counseling service from A to Z um, and get uh, uh, the information and hands-on application from a knowledgeable certified um, provider of housing counseling services.
0: Yeah, Joyce, that was that was great. And you you touched on scams and, and just going back in time as well. In banking, you saw all kinds of scams, especially involving people paying thousands of dollars to fix their credit, possibly even taking over mortgage payments. And they come in the bank and they ask you if you can see the improvements or the notes or whatever the phony company has has told them has occurred. And it it just doesn't exist. So um, so we appreciate the fact that housing counselors do exist out there, no matter your income level. And I'm so happy you said that no matter what your income level was or currently is, there are free services statewide nationwide for you to receive that foreclosure prevention counseling, credit counseling. Things that that people get scammed into paying thousands for all the time. So thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely,
1: and I will add. I would like to add that HUD has now HUD has now implemented a requirement for all HUD-approved housing counseling agencies. Um, we have to take a housing counseling exam, a national exam. This also keeps agencies in a unified method of operating concerning providing housing counseling services because the exam covers everything that goes into providing housing counseling, whether it's pre-purchase, post-purchase, foreclosure prevention, credit counseling, rental assistance, etc. The exam covers all of the, the spectrums of services and that exam has to be passed by someone in the office in order for that agency to continue to maintain that HUD designation and to be able to receive grants from HUD. So I will say, I will proudly say that both myself and my manager of operations, Susan Kennel, we both have taken the exam and we passed the exam. So that's another kind of dividing factor. It's not that the housing counseling agency may not have counselors that are eligible, but you do want a counseling agency who's uh, who has a counselor that has taken the exam and passed the exam. Because that, that means that they've they're in compliance with the approach to providing services according to HUD. They've they, they've raised the bar. So HUD has raised the thank bar. Thank
0: you, thank you for that. And and you know it's it's important to to make sure people are aware of the current conditions that the HUD counselors would have to meet in order to participate. Um, so let's shift gears real quick and and just kind of go back to the assistance of options because we were talking about foreclosure prevention and ways to speak to your servicer, but let's talk about other options that people may have available to them once the forbearance and moratorium periods mandated by the CARES Act have ended.
1: Great. Yeah, I think that's that's a good good segue into this section of our um, discussion today. So um, the mortgager that's in a moratorium uh, should expect to receive a written notice from the servicer. Uh, prior to the um, prior to the uh, ending of the moratorium that the moratorium is coming to an end, I would think that the servicers are getting letters out 30 to 40 days, maybe 60 days prior to the end of the moratorium. So we're in officially in November. I would safely say that uh, mortgagers are starting to get letters or will be getting letters in November uh, to notify them of the moratorium and when it ends and what their options are once the moratorium ends. So when the moratorium ends, the servicer and the investor is not interested in the property. They're not in business uh, to own real estate. They don't. They don't have. They don't. They don't want to have a real estate portfolio. But outside of that, working with the servicer, the servicer is first going to um, provide the mortgager with a series of options that are available as retention options, and those options will be a full or partial reinstatement of the outstanding. Up, the outstanding uh, 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 mortgage payments, along with fees and interest, um, the repayment plan, um, a forbearance, which might be a reduced payment um, through a trial modification, and until so they pass that trial modification and moving into a full modification, um, and then um, it, once once those options have been exhausted, and let's say the mortgager. Is not eligible for any of those options because one of the there's a difference between how to apply and eligibility. And so applying doesn't always mean eligible. So the mortgager will be offered the opportunity to apply for mortgage modification by submitting a mortgage assistance application and pretty much all the types of documents that were used when applying for the mortgage loan when they first pursued the uh, acquisition of purchased housing, as well as causes that um, that reasons and evidence, documental evidence that uh, demonstrate the cause of the default and a hardship letter. So that's where it differs from the back end of applying for retention versus applying for mortgage loan at the outset before acquiring. And so those are the options. Um, Someone has asked about refinancing. Refinancing, the intent of refinancing is not necessarily to keep your home. The pursuit of refinancing is for the purposes of maybe transitioning from one loan type to another and pursuing a lower interest rate. Um, But for the modification, it is curing the defaulted amount of your mortgage.
0: So Joyce, just to add on that, because this is amazing information, but I know sometimes it can seem high level, but from a personal experience, um, we always just say at the bank, we don't want your keys, right? The bank is not in the business of owning your home. We don't want your keys to your car, your vehicle, nothing. We want you to keep it. But it's also important to note that with all the options we just talked about, whether it's the modification, the repayment, um, all those options still means that the money has to be paid eventually so we don't want we don't want you guys to think that in this process the money just goes away but since we've talked about those solutions to help you keep the home let's talk about people who may have decided that keeping the home may not be in their best interest um what would what kind of solutions or what kind of advice can you give people that think maybe forbearance isn't the right thing for them
1: so that's a great question, and we as an agency practice informing the client um, of all of the options so that they are, it, we're taking a, a objective approach as opposed to a subjective approach, because it is an, an emotional um, conversation, an emotional process, um, and, it's, and it's a personal uh, process. So we try to remain, we try to maintain or take an objective approach by conveying all the options collectively we believe that the mortgage or homeowner should be pursuing both options simultaneously. So while you are pursuing a modification, we recommend that you do hire a real estate agent, be transparent with that agent, have the agent assess the market value of your property um, by running comparable market analysis, comparing properties that have sold within a three to three to six month timeline based on the radius of properties in your area that are, that are residential properties that are comparable to yours, working both so that it's not an emotional decision for you, but it's making um, uh, what I consider to be an intellectual decision um, to avoid foreclosure. The, the, The goal is to avoid foreclosure. You're not under contract yet. You're just, you're, you're just exploring that option. Just in case the modification is not um, you've not been approved
0: yeah you're you're 100% right so while you're waiting there's nothing better to do than to call a realtor at that point and get your second option going get your worst case scenario going um, and if that worst case scenario means that you're selling the home but you get to preserve your credit preserve the fact that you won't have a foreclosure that kind of thing you want to think ahead in the situation and that's what the housing counselors are for that's why we love miss choice that's why we're happy she's here (laughs) with us today and she was able to give us all this amazing information
1: yes and i do want to emphasize that modification is just one of the several retention options because you might not be offered a modification you might be offered uh or qualify for a repayment plan which is not a modification or you might be um qualified for a forbearance, or you might be qualified for something other than a modification. So modification is one of the five retention types. And so again, emphasizing taking dual action simultaneously, Mm -hmm. because what you might qualify for might still not be what you can afford. Even if it is a modification, you might not be able to afford that modification payment because of how much. Of def- in default, you're you're in. Um, how much income you're earning now versus what you were earning then, and how much debt you might have now that you didn't have then.
0: Correct. You got to take the whole picture into account and and think about yes. the whole situation. Um, so, thank you very much, Miss Joyce. We appreciate you having uh, having you here today. And if you have any final words, or if you have any uh, anything you want to tell. Anyone who maybe is looking for counseling services, this is is your opportunity. Give us your plug.
1: Great, great. I think I'd like to end by uh, informing the public of being aware of foreclosure scams that are on the rise and will continue to be on the rise during this uh, economic um, crisis that we're facing, especially in light of um, COVID nineteen, where folks are uh, facing medical issues and they're desperate to uh, resolution. So. Some of the signs of foreclosure scams are phony counseling or phantom help, meaning I can definitely help you uh, with the uh, resolution of your mortgage, stop paying your mortgage payment, uh, give us a down payment of a certain amount of money, and uh, we need this payment monthly. Um, uh, they're not a HUD approved agency. So do your due diligence, go to the uh, toolbox that you mentioned that T-Check provides, and Make sure that that um, that, mod, that uh, company you're working with is a nonprofit organization and they are HUD approved um, because you cannot be a private organization and be HUD approved. You must be a nonprofit organization to be a HUD approved agency. Um, again, request for payments up front, guaranteeing outcomes, um, guaranteeing that they can stop a foreclosure, uh, it, encouraging you to stop making your payment, uh, pressure to sign paperwork. Um, also, uh, knowing that you're signing paperwork, that's uh, signing the title over to the, the the other party, signing your title over to the other party. Um, uh, uh, unsolicited visits from investors, real estate agents. You know they're watching these. Um, you know the vulnerability, of, and they're they're watching the default on taxes. If you Know if you're defaulted on your taxes, they know you defaulted on your mortgage payment. So, you know, you, there's solicitations that are out there that are mailing this that can tell that you are behind on your payment or you're behind on your taxes. So, some of those things we are really, really strongly advocating that um, families be aware of. There are a lot of commercials that are on prime time coming on prime time and are already on prime time right now. I we can help you save your home from foreclosure. Call this 800 number, but there's always a fine print. And the fine print will say that we're not a government agency, we're not a nonprofit agency, we're not a hundred group agency. So being aware of scams and knowing the, the, the company that is approaching you to provide services, but making sure that they are a hundred group housing counseling agencies and be aware of, working, aware of working with individual individuals that's not um, operating in your best interest, providing guarantees. The only thing that a real estate agent should be doing is helping you to list your property not seeking to buy your property from you, giving you to turn the title over to them. That's when
0: you know it's a scam. Great, great words of advice. Joyce, thank you again for joining us today to help provide our listeners with information about foreclosure prevention options and the role of housing counseling agencies. That's all the time we have for today, but we hope you'll join us next time when we discuss various energy efficiency upgrades, home office solutions, and other home improvements that are in high demand right now. Once again, I'm Frank Dublachan, and you are listening to On The House.